you want to drastically improve your business, learn proven growth strategies, and generate sustained results for your organization, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Innovation Junkies Podcast. Is your growth plan missing the mark? Take advantage of our strategic growth diagnostic from Innovation Junkie. GrowthDX helps you benchmark your company and leadership team with a set of best practices across six critical pillars of every successful growth plan. Visit innovationjunkie.com slash growthdx to learn more. Now, on to the episode. Hey guys, Jeff Standards here and welcome to another bonus episode of the Innovation Junkies podcast. How we doing, Jeff? Oh, I'm glad to be back. What yeah, are we good talk to have about? you. Today we're talking about what happens when you lose an A player from your team. So why don't you tell us about your perspective on that to start? Yeah, it's 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 something that can be really daunting and and it's kind of, it can be a gut punch at, at times for leaders at at any level. And it's a reality, I think, of the the market that we're in is that occasionally you're going to have highly talented people that might have been completely satisfied with their situation. They just see a new opportunity uh, somewhere else. And so I think. I, you know, I, I think the key thing is to not panic and to to not sort of hold it against the person that's leaving to go on to a new opportunity. Uh, my sense is one of the reactions that you have to that is you certainly wish the person well, because ultimately, if you were looking out for their best interests and helping them develop a career and be a valuable person, then to some extent, you can take some satisfaction in the fact that They've got the skills and the opportunity to go pursue something that they're passionate about. So I think one is you, you embrace it. And, and then in addition, if you've done a good job with repeatability and not having any individual that is irreplaceable, then you can react to that change uh, if you have a strong culture and take it all in stride and just next person up and you do a good job recruiting and there's an ability to have a good transition. So I, I think those are all the kinds of things We've had to realize in in uh, the startup junkie business that we're kind of a launch pad for young emerging talent, and sometimes they go on to great positions in large and small companies after spending you know a few or or several years with us. And it's something that we've kind of embraced and building that strong alumni group out there. I, I think is it's a healthy way to think about it. No, I agree with you completely. You know, there's a there's a saying out there that says people don't leave companies, people leave leaders. And, and while I, I kind of agree with that, I also believe people leave companies because the opportunity there is limited and other opportunities present themselves. And so, you know, uh, and I, and I think that may or may not have anything to do with the leadership there. That's it just maybe that there's a cap on the opportunity in that particular organization. You know, I kind of have three things that I think about as it relates to talent and, and the talent churn, so to speak. One is, and I tell everyone who works for me, I will always care more about them and their best interest as a person and as a human and as a colleague than I will about them in the role that they're in. So if they find an opportunity that's better than I can afford them, uh, a better opportunity than I can provide for them, then I'm not going to try to talk them out of that opportunity for an artificial one with me. If I think I can compete with that opportunity, I'll tell them and hope that they stay. But if I can't, I will not try to artificially keep them on board. Uh, by inflating their salary or, or, or fabricating an opportunity that's not real. I just won't do that. I care more about them as a person. So I think that's a philosophical thing that, that is important. The second one, and I used to tell all of my leaders this, is they should be interviewing 
uh, every week. They should be, you know, it's, it's almost like sales prospecting. They should be prospecting for talent. And many times it's all about expectation setting of saying, hey, look, we're a growing team. We don't have an opportunity right now, but we're always looking for good talent. What's your timeline for, for making a change? And, and just staying in touch with those people whom you think could be good additions to your team because you, you never want to be more than about two weeks away, more than about two weeks away of bringing someone on. And, and, and if you have to start the recruitment and interviewing process once you get a two-week notice, then you're a minimum of a month away. And so keeping a, a pipeline of your top two or three people kind of uh, uh, staying in touch with them, managing their expectations, helping them understand that opportunities could present themselves, et cetera, is always, uh, I think, an important thing to do. And then finally, no matter whether they are an A player or an A-plus spectacular performer, my experience is every time you lose someone, it's an opportunity to reassess workload, to reassess the shuffling of responsibilities, to give people who stay who have stayed on the team the opportunity to shine in new areas and to bring in new talent. Uh, it's yeah. just it's always an opportunity to uh, to bring in new talent. Once you to your point, once you have built these repeatable processes and and you recognize that talent is dynamic, it's never stationary or static. Uh, that you constantly have to build your organization in order to bring in new talent. Uh, then you can do that in a way that gives other people opportunities as well. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. I mean, I think that's I think that's great advice, and 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 it's it's really true that with the current talent pool, they might change job ten to twenty times during the course of a career, and that's something as leaders we've got to be aware of. And the thing that I have I have to say I appreciate it, and I've recognized in good cultures is if you've built a good culture, that talent is not going to be apprehensive about talking to you about their plans to. Try to take something else on. They'll typically come to you while they're even in that consideration mode because they know there's not going to be retribution, so to speak, or no acrimony around that. And and I have to say, as a leader, I appreciate that when we've had key Absolutely. kind of rock star players that were contemplating uh, leaving or were considering some things. They typically talk to me fairly early in that process, and I think it's because they had known they they realized that that wasn't something I was going to hold against them or get angry about or whatever else. And but I think as a leader uh, on the losing side of that, so to speak, if you look at it that way, if you have confidence in the brand that you built and the culture that you created, that's just part of the deal, and and you it doesn't upset you or really put you in a frame of mind where you think we're going to lose a step. Uh, if you if you're if you're executing well, there'll be other people that will be attracted to the brand that you have and, and the organization that you've built. I think that's great. Great feedback and great advice there as well. We're, today we're talking about what happens when you lose an A player. Let's summarize it for them, Jeff. Um, make sure you care more about the person than you do the role. Build repeatable processes so that when someone comes in, uh, you you have other opportunities to shuffle the work and and give other people the opportunity to shine. And then create a culture where people can come to you and talk to you about uh, those opportunities when they're considering them so that you don't get surprised. And if there is an opportunity to retain them, you, you're afforded that opportunity because you know on the front end that they're considering uh, they're considering pursuing other things. Anything yeah, else? Yeah, and as a yeah, as in a final, that's exactly right. And a final thought on that is there's a lot of value in building an alumni network of, of former 
uh, team yeah. members because they might end up being customers or partners or, or you know, other kinds of opportunities for collaboration in the future. So keeping that kind of open heart and open mind towards that, a lot of merit uh, and good things can come downstream. No doubt about it. Yeah, that. that's a great, that's a great addition. One we didn't want to forget for sure. So this has been another bonus episode of the Innovation Junkies podcast. Thanks for joining. See you next time. Feedback from listeners like you helps us create outstanding content. So if you like this episode, be sure to rate us or leave a review. Also, don't forget to subscribe to get the latest growth and innovation strategies. Thanks for tuning in to the Innovation Junkies podcast.